This is CPX number 57, Which Sacraments Are Most Necessary for Salvation? This is Catechism of Pope St. Pius X, CPX, page 60 to 62, question and answers number 19 to 30. God give you his peace. In nomine Patris, Affiliate, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of Truth, who art present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life, come dwell on us, cleanse us, and save us, you who are all good, Amen. In nomine Patris, Affiliate, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Question number 19 How is grace given us by God? Answer Grace is given us by God chiefly through the sacraments. Number 20 Do the sacraments confer any other grace besides sanctifying grace? Answer, besides sanctifying grace, the sacraments also confer sacramental grace. 21. What is sacramental grace? Answer, sacramental grace consists in the right acquired in the reception of a sacrament to have at the proper time the actual graces necessary to fulfill the obligations arising from the sacrament received. Thus, when we were baptized, we received the right to have the grace to live a Christian life. Number 22. Do the sacraments always confer grace on those who receive them? Answer, the sacraments always confer grace provided they are received with the necessary dispositions. Number 23. Who gave to the sacraments the power of conferring grace? Answer. Jesus Christ, by his passion and death, gave to the sacraments the power of conferring grace. Number 24. What sacraments confer first sanctifying grace? Answer. The sacraments which confer first sanctifying grace and render us friends of God are two baptism, and penance. Number 25, how are these two sacraments called on that account? Answer, these two sacraments, baptism and penance, are on that account called sacraments of the dead because they are instituted chiefly to restore to the life of grace the soul dead by sin. Number 26, which are the sacraments that increase grace in those who already possess it? Answer, the sacraments which increase grace in those who already possess it are the other five. Confirmation, Eucharist, Extreme Unction, Holy Orders, and Matrimony, all of which confer second grace. Number 27, on this account, how are they called? Answer, these five sacraments, Confirmation, Eucharist, Extreme Unction, Holy Orders, and Matrimony, are on that account called Sacraments of the Living, because those who receive them must be free from mortal sin that is already alive through sanctifying grace. Number 28, what sin does he who... Conscious that he is not in a state of grace, receives one of the sacraments of the living. Answer, he who is conscious that he is not in a state of grace and receives one of the sacraments of the living commits a serious sacrilege. Number 29, what sacraments are most necessary for salvation? Answer, the sacraments most necessary to salvation are two, baptism and penance. Baptism is necessary to all, and penance is necessary to all who have sinned mortally after baptism. Number 30, what is the greatest of all the sacraments? Answer, the greatest of all the sacraments is the Eucharist, because it contains not only grace, but also Jesus Christ, the author of grace and of the sacraments. Thus are the words of the Holy Pope. Okay, so today I'd like to talk about which are the only two sacraments that bring you from sin to grace, either original sin or mortal sin, to sanctifying grace. I'll give you that answer in a minute if you don't remember what the Pope just said. First, I want to talk about unfortunately, how much mortal sin is in the world. This is from a talk Father Ripperger gave at Benedictine College, the other BC, not the BC I went to. This is what Father Ripperger says that exorcists are seeing. I'm going to give you some stats on PORN, so just a warning, I don't want to give any little ears any ideas. 
But there's nothing too graphic in what I'm about to give. It is sad, but nothing too graphic, just numbers from exorcists on how much sin is in the world. Teens will be fine with what I'm about to say, but maybe wait on the little kids listening later after the parents have heard it. Okay, so Father Ripperger thinks 20 to 25% of the U.S. population is diabolically obsessed. Obsession is one degree lower than possession, and yes, possession is pretty rare. Father Ripperger thinks a lot of this diabolical obsession, demons harassing people psychologically, is due to their addictions to pornography. Now, what happens at the genesis of such evil material, the creation of such evil material, is that Satanists curse that master copy of porn for it thereby to increase the addictive power. Is this pretty rare? No. 30 to 50% of the internet's bandwidth at any given time is being used for pornography. I'll give you that stat from Father Ripper again. 35 to 50% of the internet's bandwidth at any time is being used for pornography. 42% of internet traffic is porn, and that's just for those who admit it. 90% of teens have viewed porn, and that's just for those who admit it. What is sad, and this is me now, not Father Ribberger, every Latin mass parent I talk to thinks it's not their kid. Go ask any priest hearing confessions, even of Latin mass kids, and you'll learn the Latin mass parents are very, very wrong. Okay, a couple more stats from Father Ripperger. 95% of married Catholic couples have used contraception at the time that Bill Clinton did a study on this. He did this to see how hypocritical Catholics were. 95% of Catholic couples, when he did this study, had used or were using contraception. Tied to this, Father Ripperger estimates 1 billion children have been killed in abortion worldwide. 1 billion children. And a few last stats for you. These are from OUR's Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard may be our country's greatest rescuer of children abroad caught in sex slavery. Tim Ballard has done a lot of research on this, worked for the government, now has his own organization called OUR. The top global consumers of child porn is American men. The top consumers of adults using child sex slaves in Southeast Asia is American men on vacation. You are right to think of places like Thailand and Cambodia as very, very high in child slavery, but their number one consumers of these little children is American men. And by the way, Tim Ballard says there are 250,000 child sex slaves here in the United States alone. What does all this have to do with CPX today? Well, it's this. Those who die in mortal sin or original sin go to hell forever. Those who die in sanctifying grace go to heaven forever, even if there's a stopover in purgatory, even if that's a long stopover. Those who die in mortal sin or original sin go to hell forever. Those who die in sanctifying grace go to heaven forever. This is what this is all about. All these Catholics are so interested in the politics of who's the bishop here and who's the bishop here and what did this person say? The Catholic Church exists first to give glory to God and secondly to save your souls. That's why we're going to talk about this today. This is why we have this series. The VLX is so you can know Christ. The CPX is so you can do his will. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. But we have to keep his commandments to go to heaven. So which are the only sacraments that bring you from sin to grace, from hell to heaven? Baptism and confession and occasionally extreme unction. But in 99% of the cases, it is only baptism or confession that can bring you from sin to grace. So if baptism and confession are the sacraments, the only ones that bring you from sin to grace, why are we talking about everything else except this in our ecclesiastical discussions in this insane lockdown? 
Now, yes, the Holy Eucharist is the summit and the source of all the sacraments, as we heard in the last one today, but it doesn't bring you from grace to sin. In fact, it only harms you if you receive it in mortal sin. So to recap, baptism is a one-time sacrament, and confession is a sacrament which you can receive as many times as possible, provided you're truly sorry. So for the Western Hemisphere, which sacrament is the most important for salvation of souls? Confession. For the Eastern Hemisphere, which sacrament is the most important for the salvation of souls? Baptism. Now, I realize there's a lot of non-baptized people in the Western Hemisphere, and I also realize there's a ton of great Catholics in the Eastern Hemisphere. But by and large, in the Western Hemisphere, where there's tons of people baptized but living in sin, the most important sacrament to avoid hell and go to heaven is confession. And in the Eastern Hemisphere, where very few people know Christ, very few, percentage-wise at least, are baptized, the most important sacrament to avoid hell and go to heaven is baptism. So those of you who are watching this in the Eastern Hemisphere, and I was so happy to see that we have listeners from all over the world, get your pagan friends baptized. If they have faith and they're sorry for their sins, if they have faith in Jesus Christ and want to be forgiven of their sins, and you can't find a priest, do it yourself. Now that brings up an important point. We heard in CPX today that to confer grace, you have to have the necessary dispositions to receive those sacraments. For baptism and confession, what are those necessary dispositions to believe in Jesus Christ and to be sorry for your sins? It's really basic to believe in Christ and to be sorry for your sins. And sorrow means you don't want to do them again. doesn't mean you're writing your name in blood, that you're absolutely positive you're never going to commit those sins again. But you are going to try harder and you are sad that these have wounded the most loving heart of the sacred heart of Jesus. Just a few more thoughts on using the sacraments for the salvation of souls. How often do you hear priests getting called to hospitals for baptism and confession, even before COVID? How often did you hear priests getting called to hospitals for baptism and confession? Almost never. It's almost always for anointing and the Eucharist. And actually, we priests, sadly, have relegated our most august job of carrying the Holy Eucharist to the church ladies. Because I guess we're too busy playing video games to carry the Son of God into hospitals. But the laity have no better sense than we priests here. We're not all off the hook here. Nobody's off the hook here. When I was just a basic parish priest, you want to know the most common reason I got called to hospitals? It wasn't to anoint, not to bring extreme unction. That's the same as anointing. It wasn't even to hear confessions. It wasn't even really to bring the Holy Eucharist. The number one reason I got called to hospitals was to verbally comfort the family of the dying person, not even the dying person. Yeah, sometimes they'd want me to bring the Eucharist or anoint people, people who had been living in sin, people who didn't want confession, people who were in a coma by this point. Yes, about 90% of the calls I got as a basic parish priest to hospitals when I thought I was going to be going to hear confession and give anointing was just me finding some guy in a coma who had not been to confession or mass in 20 years. I'd be like, wait, what, why? And the family members would say, oh, but Father, he's a good man. He doesn't need confession. That's what the family members would say to me. Father, he's a good man. He doesn't need confession. And all these people would die in sin. My suggestion to you, go to confession in this lockdown, believing in the infinite mercy of Christ. My suggestion to you, if you're following this series and you're not baptized, believe in Jesus Christ and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. If you're watching this and you're baptized but living in sin or it's been a long time since you've been in confession, very few priests, conservative, liberal, traditional, are going to be mean to you in the confessional. Get to confession. Confess your sins. Re-enter grace. Being sorry for those sins. Loving our Lord Jesus Christ who died for you. 
because you don't know what tomorrow brings. And then stay in grace. Number 29 today, which sacraments are most necessary for salvation? The sacraments most necessary to salvation are two, baptism and penance. Baptism is necessary to all, and penance is necessary to all who have sinned mortally after baptism. Please say an Our Father for me, et benedictio Dei omnipotentis, pacis et spiritus sancti, descende super vos et maniat semper. Amen.